Listener Production. Fitness trackers. These days, most of us have them, whether it's the phone in your pocket or the watch on your wrist, tallying steps, measuring your heart rate, diarising your period. It seems like a fun way to engage with exercise and health. But have you ever considered your fitness data might help someone steal your bike or rob your home? No, I hadn't either. I'm Petra Stock, and for today's Ha! Science Explained, I'm tracking the trackers to find out. So, how are we tracking? Most of us track our fitness and health stats with a digital device, and the younger you are, the more likely it is, according to Deloitte Consumer Trends. In 2021, 58% of Australians were monitoring their health or fitness data, more than twice the number in 2019. Today's devices and apps can track, well, almost everything. Physical location, movement, body weight, blood oxygen level, physical activity, heart rate, mood, sleep patterns, alcohol or food intake, sexual activity, reproduction, periods and fertility cycles. You name it, you can probably track it. According to Deloitte's report, the most popular stats in Australia are step counting, 45%, heart rate, 29%, sleeping patterns 25% and weight 18%. But how accurate are they? All that data seems pretty convincing, right? A study by Canadian scientists in the European Journal of Sports Science looked at the accuracy of three recent wrist wearables, an Apple Watch 6, Polar Vantage 5 and Fitbit Sense. They got 60 healthy adult participants, half men, half women, to undertake five different activities. Sitting on a chair for 10 minutes, walking on a treadmill, running on a treadmill, five minutes rest, then resistance exercises. A chest press, leg press and row and 10 minutes of cycling. If that sounds exhausting, now picture the participants who had to wear the three devices on one wrist Not just that, they were kitted out with two additional pieces of tech, a Polar 10 on a chest strap and a stylish Darth Vader-like breathing setup called a Metamax 3B in order to accurately measure heart rate and energy expenditure. On heart rate, Apple Watch was the most accurate, less than 5% error. Not bad. The other two devices varied from high to poor accuracy depending on the activity. Polar Vantage had a high accuracy for sitting, running and resistance. Fitbit was good on running and cycling. On energy expenditure though, all three devices were pretty poor, ranging on average between 14 and 30% inaccurate depending on the activity. That's a pretty wide margin of error. I don't know if it's good or bad news for us that all three dramatically underestimated energy expenditure during running. Manufacturers may need to re-evaluate their algorithms or technology, the researchers say succinctly. Okay, the figures aren't great, but do they encourage people to do more exercise? University of Sydney researchers recently tried to find out. Their study in the British Journal of Sports Medicine looked at thousands of randomised controlled trials of fitness apps or activity trackers, narrowing down their selection to 28 high-quality studies that involved a total of 7,454 healthy adults. 
the analysis revealed fitness trackers had a small to moderate positive effect on physical activity, which they worked out as around 1,850 extra steps per day. And for anyone trying to get their daily 10,000, that's pretty significant. The researchers noted further studies were needed into the effectiveness of the devices in the long term, particularly given early research from consulting firm Endeavour Partners indicated around a third of users abandoned their device within six months. You could say they're a bit like gym memberships. I mean, I'm sure I have a pedometer lying around somewhere. Okay, not great, but do they have any other value? Some of us find exercise fun on its own. In my book, you can't beat jumping rope while bouncing on a pogo ball or rollerblading to 90s pop. But a growing body of research and technology development is focused on helping people overcome their lethargy around exercise by turning physical activity into a kind of video game. Gamifying trackers and apps is a popular way to make sport more fun, more social or more competitive incorporating things like points, leaderboards, and challenges. Strava is probably one of the most well-known apps for this. It allows users to track their running or cycling via their phone or fitness watches, share routes, races, and workouts, and compare their performance with others. A review of game features in fitness trackers by Japanese and American researchers found the most common game elements were goal-based, social-based or rewards-based approaches. The elements aim to support intrinsic or personal or extrinsic motivation like social or external drivers to help people stay active. But does it work? The answer is a definite maybe. Some studies suggest when people share their performance, whether for cooperation or competition, they're more likely to reach their goal. But other research suggested the focus on external motivation could negatively impact their personal motivation. How far could we go with wearables and fitness trackers? Melbourne's Exertion Games Lab is taking fitness data and gamification to the next level. The lab is working on a bunch of experimental physical activity experiences, combining tracking technologies, including infrared lights, fitness trackers or brain EEG sensors to transform your real-time movement into something interactive and playful. For instance, one of the lab's projects called Waterfall Climber is a virtual reality game using traditional indoor rock climbing. As the player scales the wall, they need to climb faster than the VR-created water level beneath them. Oh, and while they're scaling the wall, they also need to look out for falling virtual boulders. The idea is to make rock climbing more challenging and fun. This sounds like something I spend my life actively trying to avoid, but I admit I'd find it pretty hard to resist if someone came out with a skipping-based version. Another project called Copy-Paste Skate gives skateboarders an interactive selfie. Infrared lights mounted to the skateboard capture the board's movement with the help of a digital camera, which takes a long exposure photo tracking the board's path. Software edits the photo and a projector replays the path of the board's movement, a cool kind of light graffiti on the nearest wall. But is sharing caring or is it revealing national security interests? Sometimes the way users share data collected by fitness trackers can add fun or a social or competitive element to physical activity. Sometimes it can even be creative 
like Shireen Fahd, an associate professor in the University of Technology, Sydney, who used her Strava app to draw pictures, tracing her long-distance running routes into lines on a map in a kind of GPS art. Run around a pole ten times, burst into a zigzag, make a circle in a park, she writes, visualising the shape of the lines. University of New South Wales researchers interviewed 40 long-term users of fitness trackers in-depth about data sharing, publishing their findings in Frontiers in Digital Health. They found most people preferred to track their own data and only shared the information with friends or health professionals. Yet most of them hadn't considered the possibility that their data would be accessible to third parties like software developers, government agencies, or hackers. So, If you're the kind of person who prefers to keep their information private, it's worth thinking about who else might be able to access the data you're collecting. Infamously, in 2018, US soldiers sharing their running routes to Strava were used in a data visualisation of all users published by the company. The graphic neatly delineated the location and an internal map of a secret military base in Afghanistan, as well as popular running routes for soldiers. Not so secret squirrel. In the UK, police have actually warned people thieves are exploiting data shared using GPS apps and fitness trackers to target victims with expensive bikes or to pick times when people are away from home. So it sounds like you might want to leave your fitness tracker at home if you're a secret agent. And even though the data they're collecting doesn't sound super accurate, fitness trackers may help you increase your exercise for a couple of months at least. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app. And head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back next time for another Ha! Science Explained.